Hi there, thanks for joining us for the executive series today. I'm talking to Kevin Gallagher, who is the CEO and Managing Director of Santos. Kevin, really good to see you. Good afternoon, Tom. Great to be here. We've spoken for a while. Yes, it's been a little while, yeah. yeah. Um, a lot going on in that time. There, yeah. There's been a fair bit go on. I suppose the obvious question is, uh, having been in the energy industry for a while, you have seen many uh, mm. different chapters mm. and the most recent one, um, for Santos in particular, yeah. um, the, the question is begged, is this as good as it gets? Well, I've, I've certainly seen many cycles, uh, probably too many to mention, um, but uh, as good as it gets, no, I think Santos has got uh, some great days ahead of it. I think we've got a very exciting future um, and I think the company is well set up to uh, navigate the energy transition with yep. good core assets, good core business. And we've now set up our energy solutions business to really focus on decarbonisation opportunities and future clean fuels opportunities. So I suppose let's just pull back a little bit and talk yep. about the macro environment yep. because, you know, I mean, it, it's, it can be a blessing and a curse to mm. see, you mm. know, the sort of price movements yeah. that you've seen in, in gas in particular in, in the last 12 months. How do you map out the next couple of years in yeah. terms of energy prices? Well, we, we tend to plan our business on long-term price assumptions, which are fairly stable. So we pick a, an oil price, a gas price that we think realistic, mid-cycle price, and we plan our business on that basis. We test it and stress test it against low prices, but we plan on those, those consistent uh, uh, prices. We never plan on high prices, um, but we try to set the business up so that when they come, and they do come every decade or so, yeah. we, we get these real peaks in the cycle, we can take full advantage of that and of course get, get higher yields, higher, higher margins. And it's been pleasing to see that we're able to do that this year. From a macro point of view, I'm always very focused on the headwinds and I yeah. see headwinds today like inflation yeah. um, that, that have uh, recessionary impacts globally and you know that can obviously Im impact demand. Um, but at the same time, I look at the supply side of the equation and we see a lot of tailwinds on that side, yeah. you know, lack of investment over the last yeah. five, seven years. We've had a couple of oil price crashes during that time that's led to massive underinvestment really in, in new supply. And we're seeing the impacts of that globally just now and we've seen it really in 2022 with those high commodity prices being a consequence. So uh, record production, record yeah. revenue, and the important aspect of those two, uh, record free cash flow. I suppose yeah. as an investor, what is heartening is that you haven't been uh, stingy in terms of returning that to, to <laughs> investors. Um, I, I suppose the obvious question is, you know, uh, how much um, does that remain a mindset for Santos moving forward? Yeah. Well, look, it's really great as a Scotsman to have someone say I'm not stingy <laughs> for once because I've been accused of that several times. But you're right, I mean, it record production up 12% to just over 103 million barrels of oil equivalent. Uh, pleasingly, our revenue was up 65% uh, to just around 7.8 billion. And, and you're right, record free cash flow up 142% uh, to around $3.6 billion. From that, uh, I, I was really pleased that the board has approved record returns to shareholders of around $1.5 billion announced if you include the, yeah. the buybacks along yeah. with the record uh, dividend, which was up 78% uh, to f the final year dividend, up 78% to 15.1 uh, US cents per share. Uh, look, we've got a new um, uh, dividend framework we've put in place as a company where we will we will plan to return a minimum of 40% of free cash flow each year to our shareholders going forward. And that's the free cash flow from our operations. And that's, that's how we've set the business up uh, going forward. We've said all along, 
from 2016 when we started this journey is building a business that's focused on free cash flow generation so we can create a company that can sustainably do that into the future and we can then consistently return good returns to shareholders. So in terms of you know, the record production piece, yeah. uh, the question that often, often is associated with that is like, how do you replace um, yeah. what you've yeah. um, taken out of the ground? So in terms of you know, some of the big projects that you've got slated, yeah. um, they tend to come with some intricacies, to, to put it kindly. Um, so you know, a Dorado, Barossa yeah, yeah. And, and the like, uh, just give people a perspective of what's going on in those spaces so that that's quite important in terms of your planning for that runway yeah, into the future. Yeah. So w what's been pleasing is we've been able to consistently have a reserve replacement ratio that's higher than our, our, our annual production. So we're adding reserves, we're adding reserves life uh, to the organisation. And indeed, in the last, uh, on, on the three-year average, our reserve replacement's around 366%. So, so that's a very strong performance as a core business. Uh, in terms of our new developments, the good thing I think about Santos today is we have a portfolio of opportunities, so a lot of optionality. Obviously, we've got the uh, Pika project over yep. in Alaska. We've got Barossa offshore Northern Australia. We've got expansion in PNG with the Papua LNG project coming along. We have Dorado and, and uh, Narrabri, which are both a little bit more long-dated he, here in Australia as well. And given the domestic gas shortages on the East Coast, we see yeah. Dorado being a very valuable but very uh, opportunistic and uh, very important project here for the East Coast uh, uh, gas situation um, in, in Australia. Um, obviously, there's regulatory challenges. You know, the, the hurdles are getting higher. The, 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 there's barriers to development. We're having to navigate our way through those things. So that in itself is also a good reason why uh, it's important to have optionality in your portfolio. We're experiencing some delays on, 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 on the uh, Barossa project, but so far we've been able to rejiggle our schedules and keep everything on track uh, from a schedule point of view to hopefully deliver that mid-2025. Uh, Dorado is a bit longer dated. Uh, we just got our project approved by the regulator. Yep. Now we'll work for the secondary approvals and the phase two approval. Which, you know, Dorado's phase one is really focused on liquids production. Dorado phase two is uh, is all about the gas, bringing the gas yep. into to Western Australia. And of course, we've also got our um, uh, Moomba carbon capture and storage, the second largest carbon capture and storage project in the world, which is 50% uh, or so constructed and should be online Q1 uh, next year and we're really excited about that because that should capture around 1.5 million tonnes per annum to 1.7 million tonnes per annum of CO2 and, and store it permanently deep underground in the reservoirs that came out of in the first place. So it's a kind of, I like the circular economy um, aspect yeah, to, 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 <laughs> to, to that project. But, but, but you know, whilst we've all been debating what the future looks like what I'm pleased about is Santos has been spending real money. We're building a carbon capture project and it'll be online this time next year. You're in a unique position to be able <coughs> to observe what's happening in terms of cost inflation. Yeah. Um, and are you seeing any evidence of that um, moderating? Um, you know, it's been a varied experience between, uh, amongst yeah, the, yeah. the resource uh, sector operators. Look, I mean, we're seeing some come through in wages and that's natural. And, and so, you know, we're rolling with that and, and you're going to see that through the contracting sector. And of course, when their rates go up, they tend to go more go up more than just the, 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 the base inflation level because it can come through in all the materials, yep. the steel, um, as well as the people costs. Um, we're combating that or trying to combat that as much as we can through efficiencies, new technology improvements, digitalization, all of that sort of stuff. And so far, 
on on a, a um, uh, absolute cost level, we've been able to contain that quite well, and we'll continue to manage that. In terms of where it's trending, it looks pretty flat at this point in time. I think I'm not seeing it kind of receding or, or, or increasing at any great rate. So we'll manage to keep a lid on it, I think, at this point in time. But obviously, we've got to keep watching this space. And you know, if if we end up going um, into recession on a global scale, then that that's going to become a bit of a problem. Um, and that's one of those headwinds I talked about earlier. In terms of uh, bringing the oil search uh, business yeah. into the into the fold, how have you um, s- seen that experience? And like you've captured one hundred and twenty million dollars worth of synergies. Um, that is uh, a, yeah. an extraordinary outcome. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, uh, and a lot of that comes from uh, financial synergies. You no know, lower cost debt uh, yep. as a bigger company, um, um, uh, office sharing. You know, those sort of logistical type synergies as well. Pleasingly, we've not let anyone go in P&G, and that, that's been really important to us. We've managed to maintain the entire workforce up there. Um, but yeah, the, the, the integration has gone really well. And, uh, you know, it's been great to have the oil search people join Santos. Uh, they have embraced the new, the new bigger organization, uh, and they're a very important part of our future, you know, a very, very significant part of the yeah. company. Um, There's I, quite an outpost up there, isn't it? Oh, look, uh, uh, it's a very core outpost yeah. uh, for, for the organization. And in fact, uh, when we go up there, I, I always, you know, always never have enough time to spend. There's yep. a great place to be, great, great culture we have in that part of the organisation, great history, and of course, great prospects going forward right, with, with the Papua expansion yep. project uh, to come. Yeah, Kevin, it's always a pleasure talking to you, and uh, it's a shame we don't have more time to chat. But thanks very much for your time today. Thank you, Tom, thanks. and thanks for joining us for the executive series.